really stupid question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. That's a great intro. I'm hooked. Let's hear what the question is. So this game is probably pretty important to Dubis, right? Yeah. His return to Toronto. Factual. Like, probably a money-on-the-board sort of game, right? I would never accuse him of such a thing, but yes, almost for sure. So, like, when you put money on the board and then your team gets pumped 7 nothing. Do you get the money back? Let's go! Good. We all feel Stop! good. Stop! Never gets rusty! Get in my kitchen! Producer Drew, can you fix all this? <sighs> and when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, you can crumple crumple yeet! Saw that going differently. With you wherever you are, welcome to LFR. Victory puppy Ziggy! Okay, be Martin Jones. No, that was Martin Jones from before he was a Leaf. He's good now! Mwabalissimo! Leafs! Win seven nothing over the Pittsburgh Penguins in Kyle Dubas's return to Toronto. I have never, never in the history of my life, I've been making these videos since 2007, never heard a GM get chanted at. I have never heard a chant for a GM. I don't remember a Berkey chant. I don't remember a John Ferguson Jr. chant. I know that's a mouthful, but this guy got a full-blown chant. Now, some of you might say, hey, that's horrible. Kyle Dubas gave a lot to the Leafs organization. Yeah, almost every guy who delivered the slaughter tonight. Oh my goodness. Like, that's got to be the most encouraging win of the season for the Leafs, just from, like, a depth standpoint. And I, and I tell you what, the trade rumors have got to stop. Like, dude, do you understand... Over their last 15 games, dating to before the Sweden trip, which means dating to more than a month ago, over the last 15 games, the Leafs are 10-1-4. They're legitimately one of the best teams in the National Hockey League over the last five, six weeks. Hell, you look at the standings, they're one of the best teams in the National Hockey League. Right now, they have a divisional playoff spot. They're right on the heels of top in the division, which means they're right on the heels of top in the conference, which means they're right on the heels of top in the league. But I think the main reason that some of the trade rumors have to stop is you're worried about the depth, right? You want to make a move because you're worried about the depth. When Giordano got injured and Klingberg was out and Lilligren was out and everyone was out, yeah, you get worried. But this is why you let them play a little bit. This is why you have a little faith in not just the players in your organization, but in yourself. This was the Leafs organization and Brad Treliving having faith in themselves. Because while a lot of the big players in this game were Kyle Dubas guys, I mean, obviously he was the GM here and assistant GM here for a very long time. Of course they're going to be Kyle Dubas guys. Who are the guys who have been filling in? while everyone's been hurt. Obviously, Connor Timmons was brought in by Kyle Dubas. William Laguson is a Bradshaw Living guy. Simone Benoit is a Bradshaw Living guy. Even Max Lajoie, even though he didn't play in this one, he's played, he's filled in a little bit. Bradshaw Living guy. Martin Jones and the $100,000 signing bonus, or uh, the, the bonus that kicked in right during the waiver wire time that kept him in Toronto that happened under Brad Living. Brad Living had a great night tonight. And you know what a lot of new guys do? New coaches, new GMs do? They go, the last guy was an idiot. I am a genius. 
I am going to change everything. Kyle Dubas did not do a terrible job in Toronto. He just didn't get the Leafs over the hump. So Brad Treleving comes in, he's like, oh, I, I don't know, this team had over 100 points last year, and oh, that guy's really good, and that guy's really good, and that guy's an all-star, and that guy would have been an all-star had he not been surrounded by four or five of them. He added a few bits and pieces, and despite the injuries and illnesses and everything, they've performed above expectations. So now what happens, right? They go down 5 nothing against Columbus, they roar all the way back. They end up losing in overtime, but what was that video all about? If you watched my last video, I was talking about how, you know what? They get one. They get a mulligan because everyone on the team is sick. They're battling something. Sammy's been out. Lagason's been out. Nyes has been out. Lots of guys have been out. Good news heading into this game is Matthew Nyes is going to be back in the lineup. Timothy Lilligren for the first time in like a month. The game against Brad Marchand, he's back in the lineup, but who do the Leafs lose? Who do the Leafs lose? TJ Brody, who's their top pair defenseman on the right side of Morgan Riley, and Austin Matthews, who is Austin Matthews. And I'm willing to bet, I'm willing to strongly bet that Matthews was in not even close to shape to play in this game, unless it was the playoffs and even then, maybe not. Like, is it an elimination game? You know what I mean? Because look at the results that Matthews has generated over the last little bit. Uh, do you want to come off the ice? No, you're killing it. You went from this dude is in a slump and I'm sort of worried to the best goal scorer in hockey in like a week, maybe a little bit more than a week. You have four games where you have just one goal. You have eight multi-goal games. You are a monster. Actually, after the Blue Jackets game, I think it might be nine. Well, la dee da ain't that a cup of tea? We know they're battling. We know a lot of the guys are playing at less than 100%. And the lines in this game are messed. Bertuzzi, Tavares, Nylander moves up to be the first line. That's smart. Nice Domi, Marner is your second line. All of those guys have played with each other, none of them at the same time. The third line is the fourth line, basically. It's Gregor, Kampf, and Yarncroke, which is just the fourth line when they don't want to play Reeves anymore. And McMahon, Holmberg, who's back with the team, along with Nick Robertson on the right. So not only is Robertson playing on the right, but this is not the least fourth line. This isn't even the fifth line. This is the first line of the Toronto Marlies, like when the season began. Almost positive Holmberg and Robertson played together. I'm not entirely sure McMahon was with them because I think he might have been hurt. And Lilligren, hey, no problem. You've been out for a month. Tell you what, we'll ease you back into the lineup by putting you on the first pair with Morgan Riley against Evgeny Malkin, Jake Gensel, oh, Sidney Crosby, Eric Carlson's on the back end. That's basically a forward. And to quote Jim Ross, the least stomp a mudhole in the Penguins. Dude, my voice is giving out. You can hear it. I was screaming during the stream. There's been four LFRs this week. We recorded, I don't even know how many podcasts this week. We did the three normal ones and two Christmas episodes. News in the old, old voice box. I mean, talking about the goals goal by goal seems stupid. Plus, we'll be here a while. Max Domi, dude, you got guys like me going, I don't know if he can be their third line center in the playoffs. He's their second line center. First shift, sets up Matthew Nyes with a beautiful setup and a beautiful finish from Nyes! Whatever, B12 electrolytes, chicken soup he was having, worked. one nothing. Halfway through the second period, Max Domi out there again. It's only like his third or fourth shift of the game. Sick pass up to Nick Robertson. Robertson is Marner with him and you see what is potentially there, but you're like, there's no way this kid is going to be able to get this pass over. And ew, he does! Almost broken up, but it finds its way onto Mitch Marner's stick. He lifts it up and over Tristan Jari. I had to correct myself because there were two goalies in this game. Two goalies for the Penguins, I mean. Both of them allowed goals. I mean, why would you do that? 
That's not your job if you're a goaltender to the goal. What's wrong with you? And then before the end of the first period, the Penguins give it away. They just gift wrap it for the Leafs. Holmberg almost buries it. Tyler Bertuzzi, who's out there with Holmberg and Bobby McMahon for some reason, I'm pretty sure on purpose, finds a way to get it to McMahon. He's alone. He snipes it. Bobbert McMahon with his first career NHL goal again. Steve, what are you talking about again? I remember! Last year in a game against the Detroit Red Wings, during the Leafs' dad's trip, McMahon called up, scores! They review it and call it back. I can't picture the goal exactly, but I remember thinking the decision was poo. This one, undeniable! Pontus Holmberg, first assist of the season. Somehow only Bertuzzi's fifth assist of the season, which is wild because he's been playing bananas. And Bobby McMahon, Wrap it up, kid. That's amazing. So, the Leafs are up 3-0, but all of us are like, mm, well, we know what happened last game. It happened rather fast. Marner and I say to Max Domi, hey, you got two assists so far tonight. Let's pay you back. Domi waits, 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 Drew, this video is going to be long. Wait, Snipes, get out of here. He's pulled. Domi's got his second assist of the season. He got one, and he's not going to let it stop. He's got three points in under 25 minutes in the game and like four minutes of ice time. Dude, Max Domi, before we were even a quarter of the way through the second period, had two assists, one goal, and had a tooth knocked out from a high stick, from a shaft of a high stick. And here's a fun stat. Dating back to last year with the Chicago Blackhawks, Max Domi has had three different top front teeth knocked out from errant high sticks that weren't called in two different incidences. That one against, uh, well, with Chicago last year, he got two knocked out, and with the Leafs he had another one! Neither of them called! Sickly! But did he complain? No! Shortly after the Leafs end up on the power play anyway! Tavares? Why not? Shelton Keith even lets off the gas when the Leafs get another power play, and Tyler Bertuzzi sets up Noah Gregor who shoots and scores! This one's on Nadelkovich! That was with a second left in the power play, a second left! Which means Noah Gregor scored a power play goal. David Kampf didn't get an assist, but he was on the ice. And weirdly, Leaf fans, tell me if you had this similar experience, that was the moment we all relaxed. 5 nothing, we're like, oh, I don't know. 6 nothing, we're like, nah. Nah. That's, that should be enough. In the regulars, yeah. Now, to the Pittsburgh Penguins' credit, like, they were <laughs> miserable all night. Latang, Malkin. It's a lot of the Penguins' leadership were just miserable with terrible body language, but the pace of the game did not let up until the third period kind of dragged on a bit. Like, the Penguins never really looked in danger of doing anything. Then Bertuzzi just, Ugh! oh my god, that assist to Nylander, the tap it, it was so casual. And the initial feed from McCabe, how? Dude, think of the two passes on that play. McCabe's to Bertuzzi and Bertuzzi's to Nylander. For both guys, that was their seventh assist of the season. How? How? When did Jake McCabe turn into Eric Carlson, by the way? That's the second time he's done that in like a week. And there were a couple times where the Leafs weren't on a penalty kill, but it kind of looked like it. Do it for Martin! They did it for Martin! Martin Jones with his 29th career NHL hat trick, which, I looked this up, ties him for 74th all-time in all-time NHL shutouts with Dwayne Rollison and, you might not believe this, James Reimer. Dude. I was saying that about Martin Jones. Like, we gotta put some respect on his name. I know he, listen, last few years his numbers have been terrible. Even though he won all those games last year, the save percentages haven't been there. But this dude is top 100 all time in starts, games played, 
wins, shutouts, I'm now learning. I, I think saves as well. Like Martin Jones has had the sort of career that goalies would die for. Like he's been incredible. Questions. I saw a lot of people were laughing at this quote from Martin Jones uh, from David Alter. Martin Jones on his first Leaf shutout. I wasn't asked to do anything crazy out there tonight. We were solid. And people were making fun of how humble he was being, but he's actually kind of right. James Myrtle posted this from Money Puck. In terms of expected goals, like, yeah, the Penguins should have had, like, a couple, like, two and a half. But for the most part, the Penguins weren't really close on anything. They had a really good scoring chance that they flubbed in, like, the first couple minutes of the game. And then it was just... Well, like, the Leafs defense did play good in front of them. He was right about that. Breaking up a lot of passes. The Penguins were way too easy to read if you want to feed into the Mike Sullivan should maybe go stuff. But apart from the Leafs making good reads, blocking passes, and blocking shots, yeah, Martin Jones didn't have to make any real spectacular saves, did he? What, one or two. And to give a little shout out to Kyle Dubas for his role in this, from Nick D'Souza, it's prospects and player development night. Matthew Nyes, 57th overall, 2001. Nick Robertson with an assist, 53rd overall, 2019. Pontus Holmberg assist, 156th overall in 2018. And Bobby McMahon's first NHL goal, college free agent signing on an AHL contract in 2020. From Nick Laflame, do the Leafs have a next man up mentality? Feels like we've been waiting for years for wins like this and players to step up like this as well. It's difficult to say. I, I mean, I, we all know that the Leafs have a ridiculous record without Matthews in the lineup. And I think some of that is probably the opponent taking the night off a little bit. Oh good, we don't have to deal with Matthews. But also the team, the Leafs, have to dial in so much more. Like, all right, daddy's not here. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> we got to figure this out. We got to tighten up. We got to return to basics. Don't do any stupid things defensively. Make smart passes. Battle hard in the corners, which they did all night. Matthew Nice with the Gordie Howe hat trick, by the way. The first leaf since Daniel Winnick in 2015. None of you remember that because it was in 2015. Like, dude, a lot of the names that we've mentioned are fighting to stay in the NHL. Have you looked up what AHL players make versus NHL? It's a big difference. And if you're not fighting for that, you're fighting for your next contract. And if you're not fighting for that, you're fighting for something else. I mean, you probably don't like fans looking at players being out of your lineup and then seeing your name and going, oh, the Leafs are screwed. You know, inside every Leaf jersey, inside the collar is honor, pride, courage. And a lot of people talk about that when they have nights where they don't look very good. Uh, I tell you what, they play with a lot more pride. They do. This isn't a question, it's just nice. Mad props to the team for taking a lot of block shots from some highly dangerous scoring chances. Goes a long way in helping Jones and motivating him, seeing his teammates laying their bodies on the line. Yeah, man, like Connor Timmons was <laughs> hitting people all night long. Simone Benoit, I thought, had a really understated game applying pressure on the Penguins when they had the puck. And Lilligren, Lilligren breaking up so many plays in the slot. They were great. And I, I, I mean, I feel like I went off on them last year in a game where the Leafs beat them. I know their underlying numbers are good. The Penguins looked awful. Awful. Like bratty. Bratty attitudes. And like, Malkin's always had that. And like, he just gave up on the game. He just gave up when they did that double minor and Leafs are playing like their fifth line out there on the power play. But like, Latang too. Just really, really poor from their leadership. Like, they're not afraid. They're not weak either. 
but they do they give up they have a bad attitude and they give up on games and man like they tease you all the potential is there with this penguins team they have games where they're brutal they have games where you go oh okay you may or may not make the playoffs but if you get there you'll get eaten alive and i'm sure this clip will get saved and thrown in my face when they do whatever but like why i agree with you like i think the penguins are capable of more than this they just need to pull their head out of their butt some nights and this was one of them and lastly can you really tend the goal by simply standing in the right place listen i'm not a goalie coach but yeah folks what a game that is it for this one thank you very much for watching click like if you like this video click subscribe if you really liked it tell all your friends hey sdp steve dangle podcast is going to be doing a takeover of the kingston frontenacs in january Link to that in the description of this video if you want some tickets. We're all out of VIP tickets, but we have other tickets that are also very good. And I tell you what, as a personal favor to me, as a personal favor to me, ahead of Christmas, make it your Christmas present to me, subscribe to this channel, but also, mostly, this is what I want most of all, subscribe to SDPN. Please, we're so close to 100K. Let's get there, eh?